Welcome back to another Racing with Jesse Rosinski. And there's a lot of stuff that we learned along the way in Las Vegas with between the trucks, Xfinity's Cup, the new cars. We even got to see snow and sleet at one point. Like So we got to see a lot of good stuff there and see some people be competitive, which was good. And we also got to see history made in the AMA Supercross world when it comes to wins at Daytona. So lots of good stuff in action to cover. So make sure to check it out because this is Racing with Jesse Rosinski and it starts right now. Back to racing with Jesse Rosinski. I'm going to say it was a pretty exciting weekend of racing, and thank you for everyone, all the new followers, subscribers. Again, videos are on YouTube and Rumble. I put the videos when I do the shows with other people on the Facebook page, but of course, follow along on the Facebook page because all the episodes get put on there. And again, Anchor Breaker, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, whatever your preferred is, follow along on there and have your notifications on so you can see. Now we get to get into the good stuff, which was all the racing for the weekend. There was a lot of it. There was a lot of stuff learned. There's still some questions out there. But again, new cars, new all kinds of stuff. So, you know, that had to happen. And we got to see some history being made. Who doesn't like seeing history made? History being made is always a good thing, no matter what it, you know, in the world of racing and stuff. You know, there's a lot of good stuff. You know, I like seeing those moments. You know, a lot of people like seeing moments like that. So jump right into it with the camping world truck series and i thought they had a they had a good race out there at las vegas a lot of you know there was good racing all weekend at las vegas but trucks out of victoria's voice foundation 200 presented by westgate resorts and the big one big takeaway i have to say people are you know heads are going to explode but christian eckes wrecked himself kyle bush didn't wreck him at all and if you see like and i saw christian still running his mouth here on that but Watch the replay. I mean, he came way down onto Kyle and wrecked himself. You know, Kyle did nothing wrong. And I know how much people hate Kyle Bush, but he really did nothing wrong there. He held his line. Christian came way down into him and wrecked himself. So that one's on Christian. I'm sorry. I like the kid. I think he's really talented, but he came down into Kyle on that one. So, you know, him, I uh, will say it's back too bad and a shame to see Ryan Priest getting to be Stuart Haas's reserve driver and to get a few truck races throughout it all i think he you know deserves much better than that with the talent that he has with what we saw him driving in another one of those got called up into a bad situation well made the best of it in my opinion but apparently not you know enough but people like ty dillon and that can have rides then yeah he deserves better than that uh chandler smith got the win good for him zane smith finished second but got dq'd for lug nut issues so kyle bush moves up and finishes second you know, again, he still got outraced, so there's that. But, you know, Christian Eckes wrecked himself, and that's why Chandler Smith got the win, you know, all of that. And uh, also, good to see Matty D up there in seventh at the end. I think he's going to keep getting better, which is one of those things we're going to learn. You know, he keeps getting better. He's going to keep getting better. He never rode in the trucks before. This is his first time in it, so... You know, new team, new vehicle all together driving in the trucks. I think he's going to get a lot better throughout the season and help the team get better. But it was good to see him 
up there and finished in the top 10, you know, after we saw him, you know, the lack of competitiveness at Daytona, really, it was really good to see him, you know, again, just it's a whole new thing. He has to get, you know, used to it and acclimated as he never drove them before at all. So it's really, it's not like going back down there. It's like he never did it before. So, you know, it's going to take time and laps to get more used to it. But it was good to see him up there. And again, good racing down there. It's just all the people freaking out. Eckes wrecked himself. I'm sorry. There's no other way around it. Christian Eckes wrecked himself. Take that one, people. Jim Moses, too. NASCAR Xfinity Series. So again, they have a lot of good talent there, and a lot of people have a lot of opportunities because so many people have moved on. But they had the Elsco Linen and Uniform Rental Services, 300. And there was a lot, a lot of stuff to take away, you know, from that race. Um, well, first thing I got to say, though, Ty Gibbs getting into, you know, Ryan Sieg on, like, lap three. No matter how far back he started, how many people he was passing, getting up into something like that that early, it's completely unnecessary. It didn't need to happen, and I would have been pissed, too, if I got wrecked that early. And at the same time, Brendan Poole blew up on, like, lap four, which, you know, you just don't see it very often, so that's just weird. I'd like to know what, you know, happened there. Um, and NASCAR, like usual, they, they – don't manage to like amaze people where there was snow and sleet at one point during the Xfinity race where they had to throw a red flag. Of course, in the desert, it's a NASCAR thing. They're really good at that. Uh, you know, just amazing. It's like NASCAR, the weird weather phenomenon. Like they get that there. Uh, the race that Chris Busher won at Pocono because of fog, like rolled in the middle of the afternoon. You couldn't see anything. That's yeah, just a NASCAR thing. Weird weather stuff places, you know. They're good at it. It's what they do. What can I say? But once they got back, Ryan C got black flagged by NASCAR, tried to retaliate on Ty Gibbs before he got went to the pits. Well, he kind of got him, barely, but he did get Moffat in the two car, which is stupid. Uh, you know, all of it was just, I mean, Reckoning was dumb, but trying to retaliate and then not even getting him to getting two other people just makes you look even dumber. Um, I'm sure NASCAR is going to do something about it. It was just stupid. It was unnecessary. It didn't need to happen. And we're, you know, boys let out them, but, you know, guys doing stupid stuff like that that takes out other people, it's just dumb. So, you know, if it didn't take them out, they still got damage from it. And, you know, it's just stupid. Like, it was unnecessary. Sorry. Completely was. Didn't need to happen. And hopefully they lay the hammer on them just because, you know, it's just not good. It was dumb. Um, what else is there to say about it? Him getting into you, dumb. You trying to retaliate and then getting two other guts? And not him, really dumb. So I think Wednesday is normally the day when all those penalties and everything come out, so we'll see. But I think they're going to lay the hammer on because that was just a bad situation. You know, this is one of the few times where I think they really should because that was that was dumb. Um, really dumb and a bad look. So talented kid, but he deserves to get something laid on him for that. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Noah Gregson looked good. One stage one. He got stage two under caution. And the JRM, you know, juniors guys looked good. I mean, Barry was up there looking really good. So was Sam Mayer until he had his problems, which is a shame, but they were looking good. And then Al Geyer, you know, again, and Gregson were right up there. So that was, you know, another good day for them. 
Colic looked good. Uh, obviously, uh, the Gibbs guys look good. So there's a you know plethora of people up there, but the big teams, you know, they're all still right there. Uh, a lot of cars got taken out with about 11 to go. You know, see Ryan Truex, Austin Hill, Riley Herbst, John Hunter Nemechek, and Ryan Ellis all get taken out. Uh, but conveniently for at least Austin Hill, he won at Daytona. So he's still going to make the playoffs unless something catastrophic happens. Uh, Riley Herbst, that's a shame. You know, keep getting stuff together. John Hunter Nemechek, we all know how I feel about him. I thought he got screwed when they called him up so early. So that was bad. And Ryan Truex was running a great race for Gibbs until, you know, that happened. So he doesn't get a lot of opportunities. So it's a shame to see, you know, that. But again, racing does happen. These things do happen. It was just a shame to see them all running that good and have that happen there at the end. But Ty Gibbs steals the win. And we all know how fast he is. We all know how talented he is. I'm not taking anything away from that. But that move, you know, lap three was dumb. But he got the win there. Uh, there's a lot of guys up there, like Landon Castle. Again, good equipment for the first time in a very long time. So it's good to see you know, him up there in the top 10. Uh, Moffitt was up there, stayed in the top 10. Jeremy Clements got an 11th, which is really good for that team. Now they're progressively getting better every year. So, you know, good on him. It was good to see. I really, and again, lots of guys up there right around the top that, you know, deserve it because they've been busting their tail and I'm really happy to see it. Uh, then there was the caution on the last lap that they could let them race it a little bit longer than they did, but it wasn't going to change the outcome. I get why they did. I mean, the speed there, all that, like, you know, I do get it. Yeah. I don't like them all, but this one, you know, cars on the front stretch there. I thought they could have let them, you know, at least go back to turn three and then throw it because everyone could have been very much slowed down appropriately by the time they got back around anyway because they all had to come back around anyway but this one i understand so i can't be too mad about it i'm normally unhappy but in this situation it made sense so not gonna complain about that which moves us up to the nascar cup series who you know they had a good race too it depends all 400 there uh christopher bell got his first career pole good for him i mean granted there wasn't a lot of qualifying last couple of years so i mean there weren't a lot of opportunities for him to do it to even try but good on him getting that pole uh and they had a longer run that was a good 30 lap 31 laps to start up for the competition caution which yeah we didn't even make it that far i don't think in any run at auto club so you know we got to see people do things chase elliott kyle larson we saw a bunch of guys you know really loose um with these new cars and all that and that's good you know because the top guys up there like the Hamlins, because last year, like a lot of guys are, you know, Kyle Busch wrecked a car, Harvick's had trouble. Like everyone's having, you know, a fuss trying to learn the new car. And this is the first time on a mile and a half again. So, you know, it's to be expected. I think guys are going to figure it out. But, you know, it's good to see them at least struggling and having to race. Uh, Bowman wins stage one. Again, cars spinning, sliding, wrecking, spinning out, a lot of people spinning out, trying to keep it going. But again, new car. First time there, just like when they go to Phoenix, completely, you know, new thing, uh, track type. I think it's going to get better once you start hitting, you know, the meat of the schedule. And they're not just going from track type to track type to track type to track type. But they were racy. There was a lot of good racing going on there. So I can't, you know, complain about any of it. The amount of cautions from all the spins, you know, that kind of gets old and tired stuff. But again, first time seeing it, you know, in this new car. 
And by the time, you know, another couple of weeks rolls on, you know, they'll get onto some, you know, track types and it won't be the first time. So I think it'll get better as it goes. I think it'll get a lot better as it goes, but it's still very, you know, a lot of comp- competitive cars, a lot of guys up there doing good. So that's good. Chastain, Ross Chastain goes track house, their first stage whenever, when he won stage two. Great to see. Eric Jones right up there again in the thick of things, making crazy moves, looking really, really competitive up there. And up there in the top 10 until late trouble. And his teammate Ty Dillon was, you know, stayed around 20th and worse. So it's, you know, same cars. Comes down to, you know, talent-wise and everything. And I just, again, people like Ty Dillon have rides, but there's people that are much more deserving that, you know, don't, which you know, hurts my head. And we get to the other people. I normally talk to Rush about, well, we're a normal person. And 2311 there, I mean, Kurt was around me at the top 10. And there was Bubba just barely behind the 15th. So for a lot of it, you know, so they were close to each other. So, you know, could have been a car thing, could have been a bubble game, but, you know, but he was at least up there and they were near each other this time. So it wasn't like a complete, how's he doing so good and you're way back there kind of thing. So not going to complain about any of that. That was good to see. Yeah, you know, Bubba was up there doing it, you know, and they're near each other. And they're in the same cars, you know, they should. And it was good on Bubba missing Eric Jones there, but totally couldn't save it from hitting the tire barrier. Um, but he did make the save getting around him. He just couldn't correct it in time. Uh, and he almost took out the pace car, which I might have me and Chuck, I believe we're just laughing about that on Friday. So it's amazing that it almost happened, but would have been the scariest thing if he actually did get into the pace car. The pace car didn't stop. So good on that. And the car wasn't completely like destroyed, which, you know, these cars we've seen actually can take a pretty decent beating, which I think overall is really good for everything instead of you know tires getting cut out by you know other people's exhaust and all kinds of stuff like the cars can take a better beating they're cutting less tires from just making incidental contact oh they can get off the wall and keep going bounce into each other slam into each other like the cars are more they're tougher which is going to lead to better things down the road and less idiocy and all that all across all of it but then we get to the end of the race where Kyle Bush was going to win over Truex. So that late caution didn't, you know, come out. Kyle was right after I think he finished third and still good on him. When he wrecked his car, I mean, still had Hamlin's like that glass with his name on it on the thing. When they try to put it up bits and pieces, they move from one to the other. Cause you know, no one even has real like backup cars just cause it's so hard to get all the parts and all that. So not a worth that the whole, yep. Gibbs organization did to rally and get that car ready and through inspection and that competitive good on them. No matter what anyone wants to say about Kyle, they were taking bits and pieces and everything wasn't even a seat and engine, anything like they had to do a lot of work to get that thing where it was. And I think no matter how you feel about Gibbs or the drivers, like it was really good to see everyone, you know, rally together and get that car raceable. Because again, that backup literally had nothing in it. And they had to pretty much put, take everything from one, put it into the other. And they did it and damn near won the race. So good on them. Bowman ended up stealing the race and the green, white checkered. They took two tires. Powell took four. You know, and he had a straight drag race with Larson for, you know, those last two laps there did Bowman. But good on him. And I saw people talking trash all the time. And he got another one. Like he can win. He's that good. Thanks for stop dogging the guy. 
And then another good thing that, you know, from it, I mean, look at that. Ross Chastain third. Almirola was up there. Reddick was up there. Dylan didn't look bad. You know, Austin, not Ty. Harvick looked good. Corey LaJoy got a 15th, which is good to see. Like, so far, there's been a lot of people that have been up there that you didn't expect to be up there. And, you know, that's only good for the sport. I think, you know, teams are going to click onto it at a faster pace, get used to it than other teams are. Yes, and they're going to start clicking off and getting it better. But right now, everyone's still up there. Everyone's, you know, more competitive and doing stuff. And, I mean, really, what else do you want to see in all of it? Like, that was, you know, more competition. You know, everyone having a better chance. Like, that was the whole point of it. And the car's more durable. So, can't complain too much about any of it. And it's good to see. I think it's a good step. But again, I think, you know, we're going to start seeing, you know, the competitive like window, like get wider, the margin, just because, you know, more teams with more money, I think are going to figure it out faster and have more resources to do stuff. But overall, like I enjoyed it. I can't complain about most of it. And, you know, that's really what we want, which moves us on to the Monster Energy Super Cross Series from Daytona. Great to see Daytona and all the stuff they do there. I kind of like to be there. It was cool. Uh, amazing track. Ricky Carmichael put together and designed again. Already had a meeting this morning. Start designing next year's, which is really cool. Uh, all the different you know surfaces, two different lanes for turning there, distinct ones by themselves. Uh, that was really cool. Again, I, didn't get, I don't get to watch very often. I try to watch it live because, you know, Peacock, and when that's Peacock, like it either works really good or it just works really, really bad. And, you know, it took me a while to get through it because it wanted to work really, really bad. But great racing. For the most part, you know, 250 heat one. They get their six minutes plus a lap. Hampshire on the Husqvarna wins. Great racing behind him, but he was up there, you know, doing his thing. 250 heat two. Again, six minutes plus a lap. Robertson on a Husqvarna. He led early, but Lawrence on his Honda took the lead and just drove away from him and wins. Uh, I'll say the top five were in their own zip code. Like there was 13 seconds between fifth place and sixth place, like the top five, they were up there and getting in their own little thing. And yeah, if you could see who the competitive guys were, but they said they had like 60 guys trying to get into the two fifties and there's only 40 spots. So a lot of people were down there trying to get into the race at Daytona. So let's tell you what, you know, the race at Daytona means and what everyone expects from it. Uh, 450 heat one, six minutes in the lap. Webb won easily. Heat two, Malcolm Stewart wins on the Husqvarna. He looked really good. I mean, he was on fire all night until he wasn't anymore. Uh, 250 last chance qualifier, five minutes plus left. Munoz wins. You could have put a blanket on the top four. Like they were all right there on top of each other. But, you know, top four advanced. So I was glad to see it. They didn't, you know, go out there and try to kill each other and held their stuff together to you know, be in the main event, but yeah, those four in that race were in a league of their own. They were on top of each other. Everyone else was way back there. So it was exciting. I was wondering what they were going to do, you know, but they all did it, the smart thing and didn't take each other out, which, yeah, is a good thing because, you know, it would have been dumb just to see someone try to make a move and if they ended up like wrecking themselves, open the door for someone else, injure themselves, their bikes, like it would just would have been dumb. So good on them to do that. 450 LCQ. Great race for the last transfer spot until the end there, but Bogle won by a mile. Like he was gone. A league of his own in that one. 250 main event, 15 minutes plus a lap. Lawrence dominated. Like he just 
you could tell me that kid's on fire right now and he owned Daytona. Sorry. Like he did. He was up he was out front by 12 plus seconds. It was really easy for him. So it wasn't the most exciting watching him go, but the racing behind him was great. Like there was a lot of action all over the place. He was just gone. Like he was again, he was in a whole different like zip code the whole entire race. And he's really talented. So I'm excited to see where they're gonna keep going with it. But he was just gone. In the 450 main event, yeah, they got 20 minutes in a lap. Jordan Anderson gets into Malcolm Stewart for the second straight week. Only on the second turn of the race. And don't worry, Stewart got his back this time. Very shortly after, took them both out, uh, drove away from Anderson. But he was looking really good, like Stewart was. Practice, qualifying. His heat race, like he was on fire the whole week until that happened. I'm sure it's not done, not over, not yet, not by a long shot. Uh, see where they go, you know, with that, if they can finally just squash this or if they're just going to keep, you know, with two straight weeks, take the same guy out, especially when he's, you know, really close to home and he was dominating all weekend, like I'd be pissed. So he got him. I'm very shortly after that. I've been, you know, nuclear too, but the ending of the race. It was the good one there because Webb had it. I mean, he was, you know, Tomac was getting close, but Webb had that thing uh, until the lap driver, you know, he didn't know that they were next to each other. He didn't, you know, know that he was directly in Webb's line. Which I'm sure he had to feel, you know, really just bad about for the whole thing because it changed the whole outcome of the race. Uh, and literally after that, Webb, like he fell back like three seconds there. I mean, didn't have a chance, but got Tomac the win. And that is his sixth win in seven years going into the race. He had the same exact stats as Ricky Carmichael. <coughs> Excuse me. Comes to wins, podium finishes, like everything at the track. Tied with five wins and all that. You know, the most ever at Daytona. And he broke the tie. He got the win. So there's number six. He broke Ricky Carmichael's record. Ricky was all for it. Said he hoped he did it because he just liked seeing that stuff. And it's always good to see, you know, history. And again, could it have been different if the lap car didn't get in his way? Yeah, I think it would have been really racy there at the end. But, I mean, that completely, like, held him up and Tomac just drove away and there's nothing Webb could do to even try to catch him. And leading up to that, like, Tomac had, like, smoke coming out of something. I mean, like, he was getting as hard as he could. And, until, yeah, I don't think he was going to get him until that happened. But, I mean, nothing you could do about it. It happened. What's done is done. So... Yeah, shame, but you got to see history. And, yeah, that's 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 the thing that matters there. So can't complain. Again, good weekend. Supercross was good. Cup was good. Xfinity, like trucks, there was a lot of good stuff that happened through it all, so I can't complain. Um, final thoughts going forward on it all, though. I mean, that Supercross stuff isn't done yet between – Stewart and Anderson like I don't think that's over by a long shot um and again the new cars in NASCAR and the cup series they're like again they're still learning it was the first time on a mile and a half you know and I think once they start rattling them off more I think they'll learn more and you know it'll get better and everyone will be figuring it out when more parts are available so they can have more cars I think that'll be you know better but the abuse that the cars can take it's good. People you know, run into each other's doors and not cutting tires because of exhaust is good. Uh, more people are up there. And there's, you know, 
competitive. And, you know, it's great to see. Who doesn't like hearing that, you know, Ross Chessain's in third, Eric Almarola's up there, Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick, Corey LaJoy gets a 15th. I mean, there's nothing wrong with any of that. Do I think it's going to stay that way now for the whole season because people are going to start, you know, figuring it out. But even the top guys are having problems spinning out. Kyle, Chase, Harvick, we've seen him wreck so far this year. Like, guys are – Denny Hamlin went around. Like, there's guys that are just losing it in these things. And, you know, it's more difficult to drive, which – Again, who thinks that's actually a bad thing that they're having a hard time driving it? You know, and they actually have to drive. So that's a good thing out of it all. You know, it'll get better. You know, again, just brand new cars, not a lot of parts. Never been on a mile and a half with it. So, you know, in this fashion. So, you know, they're going to keep figuring it out. But it's led to good competitive racing. Eric Jones has looked great until his problems. You know, he was right up there until he had problems again. Um, and his teammates sucked. So. Ty Dillon's still Ty Dillon. And close it out. Christian Eckes wrecked Christian Eckes. Kyle didn't wreck him. He came down into him. Watched the heads explode. And then he wrecked his car and they somehow mismatched and just got motors, everything from his primary into a car that literally had nothing, not even a seat, no wrap, Hamlin's back window, like in it. Like, and to see him would have gotten the win if it wasn't for that late caution. Again, the guys in front took two tires, he took four. And then Bowman, you know, stretched it out. But Kyle, I mean, what a weekend. You know, a lot of adversity. But he got through it. And, again, the cars were competitive, and they could take more of a beating. So I think that's better for everybody because there's less stupid stuff that happens then. Yeah, how many times we see people door each other? Someone loses a tire from the exhaust. Like, not seeing that all the time, I think, is a giant step in the right direction. But that being said, I'm going to jump off again. Don't forget to follow along, you know, Facebook page. Cause all the episodes go there. Videos are on YouTube and rumble. Find your preferred audio, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google podcast, anchor breaker, like a lot of places overcast, you know, and set your notifications on. So you never miss an episode. I'll be back again on Friday as of right now with Walter in the morning. And if not, I'll be back regardless to do it on my own to give a yeah, preview for everything coming up for the weekend. You know, good as I can. So thank you for giving me a watch. Thank you for listening and giving me any time of your day. Don't forget though, you know, follow along on your thing, follow on Facebook and share them all out to try to you know, keep it growing. Cause I think it's a really good thing here. I enjoy doing it and I appreciate all of your watches and listens. So I'm going to jump off. Enjoy the rest of your week. I'll be back on Friday. Whether or not Chuck you're with me, beats me. We're still on schedule as of right now, but life can happen. But until then, enjoy the rest of your week. Be good to each other. And until Friday, my friends, peace.